Welcome to the Tokenomics DAO podcast, where we explore everything tokenomics related, ranging from deep dives on the tokenomics of the newest protocol to demystifying the nuance of building a successful token ecosystem. Our goal is to bring awareness to the importance of tokenomics and the crucial role it plays in defining the success of a protocol, helping make tokenomics relevant for everyone, builders and investors alike. I'm your host, Flo, joined by my co-hosts, Jason and or Lovis. Welcome to the podcast. On this episode of the Tokenomics Style Podcast, we've got Ice Cool from Bankless Dow on. And um, I must say, I really enjoyed this conversation. It was quite a deep dive. Um, we talked a lot about, uh, about a lot of technical topics and uh, nerded out a little bit about tokenomics. So I hope you enjoy this one. We, uh, yeah, we talk about anything that would be of interest to someone who kind of runs something like a tokenomics department, which is what iSchool is part of at Bankless DAO. So the tokenomics department, they kind of work through, think through how the Bankless DAO token bank can improve, how it can innovate, how it can accrue more value and uh, generally solve problems that Bankless DAO might face. So this is something super interesting that this uh, this team is is working on and working out. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. Super excited about this one. Um, we we kind of, you know, as Tokenomics DAO, we did a lot of these Tokenomics 101 articles. And this time we thought we'll bring on some of the people who are behind the tokens. And uh, in this one, we've got Ice Cool from Bankless DAO with us who during my time or when I was more active in Bankless DAO writing for them, he was kind of in the Developers Guild. And now um, you have, I guess, in the last half year or so, started this Tokenomics Guild, right? And um, yeah, I guess that's that's really interesting. So maybe you can just kick us off there. What... Um, Maybe what the what the bank token is, what how it started, and then how it came to this tokenomics guild, and what the purpose of that is. Yeah, for sure, and and I think just just like a real, um, so the the you know bank to, bank was bankless DAO was founded by you know David and Ryan and and the bankless HQ crew. Um, and they minted the bank token and did the airdrop associated to the the POAP and um, and the different POAPs and you know depending on the amount you'd get they you or the uh, the POAPs you had you'd get different amounts um, and that you know the rest is history for Bankless DAO like that that spurred the 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 whole Bankless DAO um, yeah it and so so that that token drop was you know the the, the big catalyst. Um, I think the that what initially at the DAO there was talks of like a tokenomic group, you know, a, a tokenomics kind of like um, someone to manage, like treasury management group. Um, it, you know, it kind of took off. Like we do have the Treasury Guild, which was is a, a um, like serves as like an accounting function at the DAO. Um, but we didn't have like, um, any, any group paying attention to, you know, integrations or, uh, 
liquidity or or um uh, like treasury management as a whole, other than just kind of like um, keeping a sharp focus on accounting and, and the treasury guild has done an awesome job at that. And like making sure that the like uh, projects are accountable or like, uh, you know, generating reports and, and things. But um, I saw a need for, you know, some of the, the just a little bit more technical tokenomic orientations of like, um, you know, maintaining liquidity depth and trying to make sure that we had low slippage in trades or like implement implementing pools on different uh, L2s or any number, like whatever, um, whatever was really needed. Um, and, uh, and so, so the, the tokenomics department was kicked up and, and the distinction between a guild and a department is important because um uh it's something it's something that i'm i'm working on at the dow and is that uh um like a guild is for us are like talent pools and departments are kind of action oriented groups and so um they don't have any power per se at the dow and it's a little bit of a governance conversation but um or governance point but so the tokenomics department doesn't have a uh, a power other than to create proposals and, and generate initiatives. And so we have all these working groups that spin off or create and then, you know, complete as they, they finish objectives. And, um, but, uh, yeah, so, so currently the coordinator for the, the tokenomics department and, um, um, yeah, I think, uh, um, you know, we're, we're focused on value accrual to the bank token. Um, we're focused on, uh, uh, something that that i always find really interesting is like is liquidity and, and liquidity depth and and maintaining that and um uh and so that's that's something we focus on also integrations like you know lending or like we we have a rari pool and um uh just keeping an eye it's like our our mandate is is be concerned with all things bank um you know and and just uh uh pay attention to how how bank is being used and and just the technical kind of tokenomic components there and and really um really just aiming to enable the dao like um and enable uh projects and and integrations with bank so <clears throat> yeah so i guess i guess like i just want to jump into that right when you said it right this liquidity being your your kind of favorite little topic maybe we can start there and like wh why is that so important um to to be worried about liquidity um <clears throat> and and what are you doing about it right mm -hmm. yeah because i think like, this is the you know so you meant to talk and I, i'm sure you know we all i'm sure a lot of your your readers are, are probably fairly sophisticated uh DeFi users um but you know it's it's like so you've got the token um but in isolation it's useless and in isolation it's like like it doesn't mean anything but it it's it's in relationship to other things that that it's valuable and so um you know a lot of DAOs as they kick off you know there's the these challenges of uh um where do you get the other side of it what do you do with that and and so um and you know thus like liquidity like how how do you buy into the dow how do you get out of the dow like how do you s sell if you're so inclined how do you buy if you're so inclined um and then how do you do so in a way that's that's not painful you know we've 
we're we're currently working on deepening liquidity in in uh in in Polygon because uh, our you know some of our um, like our our sub DAOs like uh, Bankless Brazil, Bankless Africa, and and uh, and some of the tertiary where um, act, working on L one they 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 come into the department and they they're screaming for mercy. <laughs> they say please, <laughs> please, please deepen liquidity on L twos because our slippage is too high. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so um, it's I I see it is like um, you know just as like the um it it's kind of like what like the lifeblood of the dao it's like the circulatory system it's like the and you know and, and so the metaphor of liquidity continues to work uh is that you know it's the ability to transact on the the like the the equity slash ownership slash um uh token layer between individuals between groups and and really continue to enable um the economy of the DAO. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then I guess there's multiple ways to do it, right? You you can take some of your own capital and place it on exchanges and make sure that that gives you um enough liquidity, but there's there's other ways where you can incentivize participants to to provide their liquidity and you'll give them some bank or something else. Um what what are you using what are you using there? I really don't like I, after so I I got into DeFi at the very like at um at the kickoff of Sushi Swap mm-hmm. and um and so I experienced like all the different food farms and all the different you know food AMMs of you know sushi yeah. cake bao whatever and on um I I'm not a big fan of, of incentivized liquidity actually I think uh, it it creates problems you know i think that the curve model is fairly is very brilliant um but um my personal opinion is just that um is like i really like institutional liquidity and so for uh or uh, organizational liquidity in some case of bankless dow like we we've um made efforts to own our liquidity um, and it, to me, I just see it as like a, a service to the, 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 um, members and, and, uh, holders of bank, because, you know, we're not deflating the token with, with trying to generate, trying to make sure our, you know, the, the, the economy continues to work through liquidity being provided so people can buy in, buy out, uh, or sell out. Um, and so, and, and also, I, you know, as a adjunct to that is that it's been a really successful program. It's been one of the, like in generating fees around trading, it's, it's been a, a successful component of, of the DAO, but um, we, we uh, implemented Olympus pro or integrated with Olympus pro. And um, while it did generate sell pressure on the token in the long term, it's generated uh, just a, a very, you know, we have something to the tune of like uh um, nearly a million dollars in liquidity, which isn't a lot. I know it's, it's not, you know, there's a, a but for us and our depends. DAO, it's a yeah, lot. Like exactly it, it, right. It depends like, um, you know, like percentage of market cap, you know, I know that like, um, I was hearing from one of my friends that like, uh, Rook DAO has like $2 million worth of depth and, um, uh, or, um, it just, it's just like, 
it, like it depends on what your market cap is and how much you actually need, but we're not a DeFi platform. So we're not needing, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of, uh, of depth. So, um, yeah. yeah. And I, I guess like the, the, the majorities of cases where people would, would buy token, um, at the moment would be this, this gated community model, right? So there's this uh, membership that you can attain by, by purchasing 35,000 tokens. Um, and you could also earn them, but that's the fast track, I guess you can just buy them and then you can kind of become that member. Right. Are, are there any right. other ways that, that are <clears throat> any other utilities or um, demand drivers that, that you see for the token? Yeah. So, and, and I think that's, that's the big, the big focus of, of what we have right now is, um, you know, as a, as kind of, um, like a non finance DAO, like as, as a non, as more of a, you know, bank is yeah. social. Well, so, and this is what I think so much of the challenge of bankless DAO is, is that it's a social, it's a labor DAO, it's a, uh, service a investment DAO service DAO. Yeah. It's, you know, we, we are, um, a media DAO clearly, you know, we're generating so many, <laughs> um, so many podcasts yeah. and, and, uh, 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 um, you know, newsletters, I can't keep up. <laughs> um, but, uh, and I, I spend up, I spend all my time there. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's, it's a lot of things. And so, um, but it is not a financial, like we're not, we're not, uh, we don't have any financial instruments or products yeah. yet. And, um, uh, and so, so that's like, and so DAOs that do have that or platforms that do have that, um, their you know their value accrual is very clear very easy like one-to-one um and so you know it's like they distribute dividends or what have you um, exactly yeah yeah so so since we don't yet you know the the value accrual is very um um it, it it's a little bit um it's like a soft value accrual. And I, I think I brought this up to you before yeah. um, is that it's like, there's, there's not like, um, uh, you know, dividends being distributed to bank holders, but if you're a bank holder, we get a lot of airdrops, like communities come to us and, and want to do airdrops to, to the token. Or, um, and if you've got 35 K plus, like, you know, you get perks in the discord and, um, and we had, uh, like we had an NFT trading group that was super busy during, you know, NFT summer last year. Yeah. It was yeah. just, you know, there was like, like, so some of the perks that were available to that. So the value cruel is, is, you know, in the form of like discord channels or, or, um, uh, um, you know, airdrops or, or future, future value potential, or like getting access to different channels, you know, or uh, like social capital accrual, which is like, oh, you're an L1 or um, you have the opportunity to become an L2, which is our, our level two, like you get voted in based on the ranks. Uh, yeah. social, yeah, like social value. Um, beyond that, <laughs> not yet. Like that's, um, that's something again, that we're, we're really working on and, and um, uh, ideating around and, um, exploring some options. Yeah. I think, I think that's also one of the, one of the interesting parts, right? I always wonder why 
like Uniswap trades at the price that it does, right? Because none of their, whatever they do, they do like massive transaction volume, but none of it accrues to the treasury and um, therefore to the token. And so yeah. I think it trades based on the potential that they could turn on that fee switch, right? And and that's something I think where I I'm, I don't think Bankless style will turn on a, a fee switch, but it's just this like this hot bit of innovation of like all these people in in the DeFi space coming together and churning out new things, right? And like the, there's there's something like they're throwing mud at the wall and waiting for something to stick. And at some point, there might be something really great that comes out of it. And then you'll be like, ah, cool. This is something we could definitely turn into something, into a business model, into something that that will able to accrue value towards the token. And so it's sort of like a it's like a call option almost on the really. on the future of this community that's how that's how i kind of like to think about it right yeah yeah no and, and that's that's how i think about it too it's it's kind of um i mean this is this is what has me so dang uh, uh excited about bankless DAO is is that yeah <laughs> it's like like it's a bet on the community and yeah. um uh you know that that at some point something's something's going to get figured out you know and um it may not but but <clears throat> I think it will. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. There's and there's um, like every day there's new people coming in, and um, with new ideas, trying out new stuff, and mm-hmm. just the 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 whole infrastructure is there, right? That there's a little bit of funding. There's the there's the grants proposals, and there's the the projects that that give them bank, and they pay them bank, and that's also something that's just a really really weird but interesting phenomenon is that you know when i when i wrote articles you would get four thousand bank for an article right and uh-huh. it you'd spend like 20 30 hours i don't know writing that piece and then you get four thousand bank for it and it still felt mm-hmm. good <laughs> even though it was like pretty bad hourly salary converted to us dollars but yeah it, yep, it was yep. still like cool I, I got something for this and that's what that, that's so much of the the i think there's there's um uh, interesting conversations to be had about like, um, uh, you know, it's like, um, what are economies and and money and equity and things like that. But, um, yeah, it's at, at Bankless down and so much of that has been, been a, a focus of mine or just like, like paying close attention to making sure the, the, the ecosystem of the DAO continues to work of like people being able to pay each other and also like the grants committee, like distributing funds to projects. Um, and it, because it, it's been part of some of the earlier decisions of the DAO is, is that, um, you know, cause there were, we had lots of talks about like compensation rates, um, which ultimately uh, defined the, the, the uh, circulating supply of bank um, because like the, the grants committee, it kind of serves as the function of like translating from the multi-sig to, to out to projects and contributors. Um, and, and so it's uh, something that we, we took kind of a, a, a strong funding approach initially, and then started to tighten as, as like the, as the prices went, ran up um, and, and are, are sitting now at a place where we're like, um, you know, bear markets, prices are down, but uh, paying closer attention to the price. Um, we've always paid close attention to the price, but um, also uh, uh, um, I'm trying to raise awareness around like um, 
making sure that that we keep an eye on like our our distributions and um uh you know just in that it impacts the like circulating supply and um that you don't you know, hit it that, like too hard in in terms of per seasonally per season? yeah, see, yeah yeah well seasonally i think it's just just um um you know, and and I think this is where it, it's like the intersection of of like tokenomics, governance, and and some like these the different components accounting to treasury management uh, come into play. But um, the you know since the grants committee is doing the the dis distributions of bank, um, you know, there's a, a um, they have a function to keep an eye on like how much bank they distribute because that will ultimately impact the price because that that amount added into circulation could be like that is our inflation place exactly, and yeah. we don't and because we don't have a a a current like redemption system which again we're working on but yeah. um you know, you know like a um, cuz it it's we are just inflating and um the opinion that I have, and and I'm I'm debated. I'm I'm not the you know, I, I'm heavily debated. Like lots of people, lots of the leadership of Bank of Staff have different opinions. Um, but the is that, you know, we should continue to to fund at like our current rate, um, and with the bet being that we're going to figure out a revenue model and we're going to, um, create redemption systems, um, and and we're currently kind of playing with a, a um you know, the tokenomics department is playing with creating some, um, uh, uh, infrastructure tokens that could enable different functionality at the DAO, like VE bank or, um, you know, integrations with, uh, uh, different, different DeFi platforms or, um, you know, generally just kind of options there. So walk us through that VE. We, we talked about it a little bit and it's, it's not VE. It's, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's not. VE, it's something else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's value escrow bank, and that's <laughs> that's the thing that that um uh uh we every time we bring it up, people are like, "All right, where do I put it so I can get more bank? I can get, I can, you can, I can get some staking." Um, the um, and I'm like, no, yeah, it's it's just the the novelty is that at least the the novelty that I see is that um a VE is that. Um, it's it's adding time to uh, the token and and then granting you something downstream for it. You know the VE model is just one, or the the curve model of VE is just one example of that. But um, so we're what we're playing with with bank is just that you know adding time to bank allows uh, you to identify long term contributors and and really it's like um, generate vesting schedules. You know so it's like um if you by adding time to bank you know people that are willing to lock up uh are just that much more committed to the platform and that's the big novelty i see of what the the curve and all those you know what we distribute will is um uh again we're we're still we were trying to come up with lots of different options in the tokenomics department um but ultimately because like found that just the because of the size of Bankless DAO, because everything that's going on with Bankless DAO, and because like our our um, mission is very broad, and that we're kind of trying a bottom up approach, 
um, of, of implementing this, of like just making it available. And, um, and I think where, where platforms like Uniswap, Curve, or um, other, other large DeFi players, um, their team is tight. Their, their implementation is, is, is very, very um, uh, organized and, um, and they have like one very clear, clean mission it's implementations easy and you can like tie that to like curve emissions um, for bankless DAO. Again, we're so large and, and social media labor, all these different kinds of DAOs um, or have these uh, uh, different capacities. Um, we were like, all right, I, let's, let's just make it available. And, mm -hmm. and what, and it was actually kind of <clears throat> cool because as like, you know, we we're talking with our, our GSCs or um, or some of the different groups at the the DAO, as they heard about it, they started organically um, planning on implementing it. And and so we've I'm starting to see really excited to start to see proposals that are coming in um, asking for funding with future plans to implement a time lock token um that is ve bank and now the name might change but the generally people know ve good and and that there's some kind of like lockup component um and so so for the for the mimetic value we we might just continue with it and uh That'd and fun, i'll yeah. just like bold underline like double underline <laughs> value it's escrow value. not you know vote escrow <laughs> right hopefully so so yeah, th this is this is like this is super interesting. I just wanted to fill this in with with bottom up. I guess what what you meant with that, right, was the uh, the fact that you just can't kind of came up with that proposal saying like, hey, we should do something in that direction. And then because Bankless DAO is so large, you got lots of different departments saying we want that, and we're weaving this into some functionality that we're trying to implement in the next season. Do you have anything specific that like is there anything you could talk about already? Any proposal? where they've said, um, this is kind of how we wanted to use it? Uh, everything is very early right now. Um, the, I, it, it's so early. And so in fact, that it's like, like we, so we've been chewing on VE bank and trying, cause initially we wanted to implement it to like support L1 membership. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, it's, we went back and forth on it for like six weeks, just um because i think the thing is is that implementing different tokenomics is a a very careful endeavor um you know like if we implement some mechanism or function um we could mess things up really bad and in the system while not perfect is working and so like the you know the mandate beyond concerning ourselves with everything bank is keep it working <laughs> like like do as little harm as possible and Never ideally maximize po positive yeah it's, well, we, we don't have we're we're testing in prod um and so exactly, yeah, yeah uh so you know I, I think um uh like we can we can simulate you know we can think about we can plan it out but we're never going to know until we release these things into the wild. And then it's like, you know, what is it? Hopefully it, it doesn't destroy everything. Um, and so, uh, um, you know, I, and that's, that's like, so because we were, we were like, oh, let's implement this implement, like orientation of VE bank. And in one of our constituents was like, this is good, but it's going to introduce like $35 million or $35 million 
um, bank were to sell pressure or potentially could. And I was, and we just went back and forth. We're like, I don't know. There's, there's not enough value value to this implementation to justify a 35 million bank sell pressure potential sell pressure, or it's it's something wild. It was it was something very high. Um, and so ultimately, we're like, okay, we can't do that. But it's at least clear that um, the this this tokenomic uh, infrastructure should be good like and so and and then um uh and then it was just really exciting to think about like okay let's just make it available and see what happens and um and we'll start generating value accrual and potentially um based on what the DAO thinks and wants and and votes on uh we might move into uh um, like governance um value accruing to that token too i.e governance votes being for the people that um like hold the whole the e bank yeah yeah um it's still still very very early the proposal isn't even out the the the, the writing is in draft and and there's tons <laughs> of comments and and there's back and forth and it's just uh proposal will probably be out though within the next few weeks so um, yeah right okay that's super cool um I'm I'm really interested in the process you do this with, right? Because you said you don't want to um, release something like this into the wild because you don't have a test system. So it's to to me, I, I think it's like that's like this this core challenge that a lot of not just the bankless DAO tokenomics department, but any other tokenomics department that's out there will face, right? Like how do you change your tokenomics while it's running, and how do you like, how do you even go about this, right? Because there is no test system. Um, do you have any ideas or any advice, any thoughts on how this could be done or how you could approach it? This is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, this is, um, um, The way we do it is we sit and we sit in a meeting and we we <laughs> stare off in his face and go, "What bad things could happen?" Um, and we we chew on them and, and go back and forth and debate, debate, debate. Um, uh, but you know, I I think um, if somebody knows of a better system than that, I'd love to hear it because I the the problem is that um, you can't simulate human ingenuity and um and and that's what we're working with is like uh you know human how can this be gamed yeah <laughs> yeah how, how can this be gamed how can this be uh um or and you know most people don't don't have that perspective but you know inevitably somebody does and so we have to like take into account like you know if people wanted to be for it to be really positive what would they do and so we have to like mentally simulate what would people do um you know it's there's of course really cool like uh um modeling systems like machinations that are really good at like financial modeling but it's the problem is you don't know what you don't know and and so you uh um and and that's why it's it's uh you we're at least taking the approach of of being very careful and um and just thinking deeply through uh, every implementation or every change that we've got. Cause, and, and yeah, and I think the thing, the problem is that um, you, uh, 
like there's no way to generate like a test environment because that would require like um groups of i mean you could actually you you could generate some test systems and and honestly maybe there is a, a product there where it's like you incentivize lots of people to play with the system but we don't have it yet <laughs> so. game it yeah you, you have like these hackers i don't know they you you know corporations have that they bring out a new firewall and they get somebody in to to I don't know what it's called, but they let someone try it and see if they can get in. Yeah, pen penetration um, test. Penetration yeah, yeah, yeah. test. Yeah, something like that. You could you could maybe run that and yeah, figure yeah. that out. So then generally you'd you'd kind of sort this all out internally in the tokenomics department. And then once that has happened, you'd create a proposal because you said you actually don't have that decision power, right? So you'd create, because you're decentralized and all that, you create that proposal and put that in front of the the wider DAO. And then the DAO can decide if they want this new feature to be implemented or not, right? Yeah. Well, and so, and as a bottom bottom up approach, the the point is is um, information distribution, like making people aware of it, um, and and just and so it's like, um, and so there's like a strong strong uh, orientation toward um, it's a little bit of marketing of like you know <laughs> yeah yeah. Like like cleanly, clearly, simply transmitting. You know, this here's what this token is. Here's what this token is meant to represent. Um, if, uh, you know, it's like um, if um, uh, you know, you you want to adopt it or whatnot. You know, here's the information. Here's how to. Here's what it can enable with you all. And and really, it's it's going to be like some like take the like the pulse of the DAO. Like take in opinions. Take in um uh ideas because that was like again that was the the challenge that we were having was like trying to solve for um value cool when it's not clear like we're not in touch with all the different projects like we're just we're one department of which there's we have like 13 guilds each of which have their you know however many working groups you know and and beyond that there's uh anywhere from like um you know 12 to like 30 projects going on in, the, in different times and so the DAO has a lot going on and um we you know information distribution enables integrations and and things and what i'm hoping for is is organic adoption um and um and then organic value cool because this is the same problem we have with um the bank like value cool to the bank token is since it's a softer cool um you know, we, we were having challenge, like we wanted to kick off like a raffle and um, just to be like, Hey, hold this amount of bank or deposit this bank here. And, and you can be part of a raffle or something. But then it became, Oh, who's going to do it. And, you know, we went to another department and they're like, you guys do it. And we're <laughs> like, Oh, <laughs> um, and, and so it, it's, well, and that's that's the that's tokenomics department's focused on tokenomics, not implementation of of you know running a raffle, um, and so it it quickly became this like like chicken or the egg challenge around it. So, mm, um, yeah. and and then like <clears throat> so this was kind of something you came up with. Does does it often happen the other way around too, where like different guilds reach out to you saying, "Hey, this is something we need." a tokenomic specific implementation here's some ideas on what you could change do sometimes um you know i think that like the the largest outreach has been around like liquidity 
um mm -hmm. and and mm -hmm. requests for uh uh you know like more depth for so less slippage but yeah. um you know i think that, that there's um we haven't haven't had a lot of like outreach in terms of of like a technical uh, tokenomic implementation but if we did we that we would field it for sure um yeah and, yeah. and uh um you know we we had um uh lending lending enabled for the dow or for the bank token but that was a super cool learning um harrowing learning um uh oh you can you guys hear me all right yeah yeah okay, i think cool. you just my, uh, my, I think my, a slight lag there okay cool um it's okay yeah okay cool um yeah i know that the um i it's it's led me to really super super strongly like i've always respected leverage but um uh, kicking up a lending market for the dow had me like very very strongly respect leverage and and the the uh um like the the value multiplicative capacity it has but also the the um um uh like value loss and you know and that's like i think we're all aware of the uh over leveraged positions getting liquidated so that downside potential yeah yeah downside potential strong too so, so that then was a rari pool um, you set up Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's we we set it up as as you know like an additional value accrual and, and to support capital efficiency. You know, so it's like people wouldn't need to sell their bank. You know, uh, to uh, while unlocking um, uh, assets and um, and we had some very uh, very um, excited members, you know, kick off, you know, strong, some strong leverage positions and it just, the analysis and examination of it had me, uh, uh, had me really respecting, um, the, just the, the power of, of lending associated to a token and it should be strongly, strongly respected. Yeah. Yeah. You should absolutely know what you're doing and the risk, uh, I guess you're taking, right. You know, right these type like, of things yeah right and i think that you know even beyond and and that just goes for across the board in terms of tokenomics like that's just another underline for um like move slow make sure it's good because we we would never plan like the uh for for some of the strategies that ended up getting used around the lending pool we had some very excited contributors like like do some very interesting leverage positions and i was like like where did you guys get these ideas um <laughs> but you know that's and i think and i i think that's so much of the the um just moving slow being very careful about any implementations do minimize harm and maximize positive externalities yeah he's like back to this ingenuity right there's People they just game whatever they can, and right. um, you just give them the chance, right? They'll they'll figure mm -hmm. anything out in this whole in this whole game. Um. So, I guess like, <clears throat> what other what are, what are some of the other problems you see with bank that you'd like to tackle, kind of like work on, um, or see the tokenomics department put some time on? Yeah. So so what's are currently 
our some of our focuses are like the value accrual is is up there at like number number one in um in focus. Uh, additionally, so we've got um uh, a treasury management working group that's probably going to turn into a department, um, and they are like they're strongly focused on um generating like uh, strong like traditional accounting reports which i'm really excited about because it just the um so much of the stuff that we're doing is not new but there is like new novelty to what we're doing like being able to generate a ve a, a, a vested token that you know no parties have to interact with because it's on chain and, and implemented through code lots of novelty um but you know the uh um, just having like really solid traditional finance reports helps you make decisions around where you're at and what you've got and and so that you can decide on what to do with what you've got and where you want to go. Um, and so our we've had in the past some done, but um, we're getting really sharp on our reporting. Um, and then uh, um, because that same group wants to, to start uh, um, putting some of the assets that we have to work which is an awesome, awesome initiative in my opinion, just because like, while we don't have a lot of, a lot of assets, um, you know, using the opportunity of a bear market to deploy them where, in, where you do have them. And so, That's good, yeah. you know, you know, maybe, maybe it's only a, uh, you know, 50 K in USDC or something like that, but taking the opportunities where we got them, there you go, um, you know, and um, uh, like we, we had um, some of our, we tested out a, uh, um, you know, a proposal to like put some ETH to work in a rocket pool and that's been doing great. Um, you know, so just, I think, um, getting a really clear understanding of where we're at, you know, and, and what does our, our, um, uh, and having working groups and, and different, different people associated to the work streams of, you know, keeping an eye on, um, like bank distribution, what are revenue streams back? Um, just in some ways, some of the standard components of accounting. Um, but two, like, so right now, you know, as grants committee is, has funded uh, projects, we haven't really had any group focused on making sure that value does come back um, other than, you know, a, a social contract of like, hey, you're here, like, we're giving you a grant, you know, for, for the expected that maybe, um, you know, you, you pay 10% of revenue back, 20% of revenue back. Um, I think part of that working group is, is to start to kind of like um, hardening those lines a little bit. So rather than it's like a strong recommendation, we'll have maybe a stronger um, uh, recommendation of value accrual to the bank token or the multi-sig. Um you know, other ideas have been that like they, you know, these projects buy back bank with revenue. Um, exploring different options. Mm -hmm. What, um, one of the things I always, um, or that I see, that I see with, with like large organizations and, and Jason and I always talked about this um, a lot is that if you, you know, if, if, with if if I work for a big tech company, right, and I'm responsible for this specific product, and I do a really awesome job, uh, that most likely won't change the share price much, right? 
And if I, if I do nothing at all, it won't change the share price much either because there's a thousand, 10,000, hundred thousand other people around that, that do, do their job. And that kind of contributes to that. So mm-hmm. often I feel that this, when you're so large or when it's so big that the individual contribution has little impact on what the token actually does. And therefore it kind of, the, the, the role of it as an incentive diminishes. And so it's kind of like, if you had any thoughts on, on this, right. Then that like, so one specific example would be like, there's this bankless DAO publishing arm. Um, and they, and I, I've been part of that, right. So you, there's, there's certain clients like MakerDAO. They want us to write a couple of pieces. We write some pieces mm-hmm. for them. Um, they pay, uh, and then the writer gets some, the treasury gets some and all that gets some, but the role of the token in that specific case isn't really, um, that involved. Right. Mm-hmm. And so did you have any thoughts on that, on how to maybe get the token more involved as this incentive mechanism? Because after all, to, to me, like the, the guys working there on the ground, creating these departments, they're, yeah, they're kind of just like, they are principles in a way that they own bank tokens, but it's, they don't really move the needle much, right? I'm not sure if this makes sense what I'm trying to say here, but no, just... it sure it sure does. It, it, it's the um what I'm hearing you talk hearing you talk about is is like the um uh like the the relevancy or or like the awareness that your work is impacting the token is lost. Like the further away from uh like leadership of the DAO you get, like as you're or the just bigger you get in like general, the right? Mm, the bigger the, you get in general, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it's a good question. Um, I think hmm, it's something that that uh, I think in some ways it's something like that is what we're trying to tackle a little bit with with um, this like this group that's going to be kind of like um, just reaching out to projects and some of the project accountability because I think that like helping because i think that the challenge is like um it's an important one and and i think if anything it's like like it's increasing the awareness of that everyone's work matters i would say i i would say a little bit that um for me because i'm a bank holder like there is a sense that my work matters a hundred percent more than if i worked at a large organization Mm -hmm. um because I'm I'm a leader of the work that I do, and that's that's you know one of the components of what I love about DAOs is that like I think that like what you're talking about is is a little bit more um, available, but still I think your point is 100% true of of that. You know, it's like you're just working on your your article, and it doesn't seem like um, that'll accrue any value to the bank token. You're just gonna work it. You're gonna get paid, and that'll be that. Yeah. It's not going to 10x oh. if you write a great article, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not yet. Hope we're, we're Maybe. I think that's 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 the goal, right? Yeah. Um, um, but uh, uh, yeah. Well, and I think um, I don't know. It's it's a cool cool point. Um, you know, I think initial initial glances, initial ideas I have are are like of um, uh, um, making sure that um, awareness is is properly distributed but also like on an organization like the epa or the different um 
organizational units like that they make sure that their relationship to the token is strong too and i think that's really so much of what the uh this the treasury management like this one component of the treasury management is is meant to do is is just um increase awareness of uh each organizational unit's um relationship to the bank token and you know and if they are like if they've taken a grant that their relationship is to pass some kind of revenue back or like to to um that we're all working for the same thing in some ways um that we're all working toward the the betterment of the dow which um the market or which uh is in some ways represented as the value of the token um yeah yeah not a, not a one-to-one -one, but you know it's a um but I, I think that's the depending on how you view capital and your opinions on all these things is that like uh um, just all right you know if the if the DAO is more valuable than the token, there's an arbitrage opportunity. <laughs> you know, you can buy in and, and get get a value accrual as the DAO does take off and the and the market does start to see that represented in marketing and blah blah blah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a I think it's something interesting to to figure out in the in the time to come. Uh, mm -hmm. I just see like corporations sometimes do that, right? They they might spin off something. And then the the, the spinoff might have its own shares, but the company that spun it off, the mother company in a way, they mm -hmm. keep a certain percentage of that. So they have right. their own token, but are still like partially owned, have control over it. So yeah, maybe there's some smart token ideas that could be implemented in that way to really create this incentive. And I, I guess hopefully also motivate people on that, on those levels uh, to be and, more and aligned. That's, and that's one of the big things where, so, so probably the tokenomics department's biggest project is um, uh, um, really beyond VE bank um, is we're trying to align other, like our sub DAOs. Um, so Bankless DAO has, you know, Bankless Brazil, Bankless Africa, uh, Bankless Sweden, Bankless Ukraine. Like <laughs> we've, got, we've got Bankless Germany. Um, you know, and I think Bankless Peru is kicking up. Like there's just Jeez, there's a million, yeah. and and it's it's super cool, super amazing. And I think the so one of the the challenges is that it's like so these these sub DAOs are DAOs and um, not projects and not guilds. You know, not mm -hmm. you know. Um, and so, you know, what they need is like, they need to kick up their own economies yeah. and, and they need their, their own economies need to be, um, and we want their economies to be value aligned with Bankless Dow. And so how we do that, we're experimenting with, with some, uh, um, uh, like some tokenomic models and, and, um, uh, uh, um, and one of the things we're doing here, we're we're still talking with them and, and their their community, but but an idea we're experimenting with is uh um uh you know minting a, a sub token for them and liquidity pairing it to our token as like a value accrual mechanism. Mm -hmm. Um and so uh um you know it's it's a big experiment. It's a um you know it it could mean like lot like the the positive that i'm really excited around with them around this is that 
it um it enables like if if we mint a token for them um that we value aligned to the bank token um it enables their community to for them to incentivize their community and for them to really take off um because right now they're limited by like how much bank we we can distribute to them and they need a lot because they're big yeah yeah they need to bootstrap um, this, yeah. The same way that Bankless doubted it, right? Yeah. Exactly. Hundred percent. Exactly. And so that's what what I'm I'm wanting to do with them is is to, uh, uh, um, you know, we mint a token and let them like go, and we value accrue that to the bank token through a liquidity pool. And mm -hmm. so you know, you do a BR bank bank pair, and you design it however you will, and then bank becomes the 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 token that if people want to invest into bankless br they buy into bank and then they buy buy bank you know brazil yeah, bank yeah, yeah. uh and you know similarly though if people want to sell brazil bank uh or uh they'd have they can sell and it, and it dumps dumps bank so that's the negative um <laughs> yeah you know yeah. so so we're 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 chewing on that, and and that's you know in some ways the the same thing like um being kind of slow around it because the you know minimize harm uh, and uh, uh, maximize positive potential, which is really enabling Bankless Brazil to 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 create a start like kickstart their their ecosystem. Mm -hmm. um, we're still in and we're still in the draft phase on that one too. Like that one's um uh, uh um you know uh like we're we're kind of planning out like the 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 initial initial mint you know talking with the, the bankless brazil community talking with some core contributors around it right now and continuing to, to explore around it but um you know again the the most important thing is like um uh, value alignment and and minimizing harm so that uh um you know and maximize positive potential so um we'll have to follow up on that one yeah yeah, see how that goes that sounds really interesting yeah. sounds like a, a piece of the puzzle towards that what we said right yeah and i mean and that's that's what i'm yeah exactly and well that's what i'm i'm hoping for and i'm i'm hoping that like uh like they have i think the strongest need um and uh um you know because some of the projects like some of the projects they've thought about tokenizing and the like and just haven't yet or or you know it's it's not unnecessary as they they work on revenue um but because you know bankless brazil is a dao um you know it's we need to enable like the viral growth that happens with daos um and uh um and i see that as as one of the like a responsibility of bankless dao to like support all of our sub daos so um sure uh, yeah 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 it's all i mean you'll if as as we move toward it i'm i imagine you'll you'll probably hear about it because we'll, we'll it'll be in the forums it'll be on you know marketed via all the newsletters yeah. yeah it'll be everywhere so <laughs> awesome yeah um <clears throat> i guess i've got i've got one more thing i know we're running out of time uh mm -hmm. that i'd find interesting to get your take on and that's uh, reputation um i know that bankless dow doesn't have any form of on-chain reputation for the work that's done and um it, it's hard you can't really do it with bank right because you can buy bank so have have you had any thoughts on a reputation token to reward for contributions as well so kind of like an on-chain 
experience resume. or skill or credentials or resume, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, not yet. I, I think if anything, um, uh, like we've just been so focused on like value accrual in terms of, of like, um, uh, like the value of holding bank, like that's been like, that's been the main focus. Um, I do know that, that there's been a ton of, uh, digital identity projects, um, platforms, you know, yeah. apps being, apps being built. And, and in some ways I think we're, we're kind of, at least personally, I'm kind of waiting for some of that to shake out and like, for okay, right like, like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, cause it's, it, cause at the outset, it's like, uh, you know, there's construction signs everywhere and dust everywhere. And, and it's like, there's bugs on every part of the platform. <laughs> um, at some point though, it's like, you know, the, some of the better ones sift out and there's, there's higher quality stuff. And, and then like, okay, we'll probably adopt that or, or work with that in some way. Yeah, um, yeah. but 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 social like social capital, because largely at Bankless DAO, social capital is is ephemeral, like it's not tokenized. Um, you know, it it shows up in, in the form of being an L two. Um, so like if someone is a is an L two, like they yeah. have social capital at the DAO. But we don't have, yeah, no plans for that yet. But you know, I this is the thing. It, you know, it's if somebody came in, they're like, hey, I'm just I'm stoked as hell to kick off the social token um for Bankless DAO, like uh or uh, or some kind of like <laughs> um representation of social value. I feel wary of it at, at outset actually though, because it's like it becomes something that someone that people try to game. And I guess people try to game social value capital anyway, right? Like people Anything, try to yeah. do cool yeah right people, people try and do cool shit on the forum or, or like <laughs> look at me um and the yeah, token true. would just make yeah. it, it to, the token would just make it more um uh, uh, uh an observable instance um but yeah no not nothing nothing yet but we have thought about like um uh um like vote escrow and if we ever do get a d5 platform you know, I really, I love redacted cartels, um, uh, like there, you know, if you want the governance tokens, you can have this one. If you want the revenue tokens, you can have that one. So it's like, they kind of like, they have a distinction between their, um, uh, well, you start to have like, here's your contributors that care about revenue and here's your contributors that care about the running and the governance and the, the functioning of the system and the governance of it. Um, and so you, you start to get, you know, uh, um, clear, clear dichotomies of how what people care about and you still get to see like contributors it's not just because the problem with um what's great about um time and the token is that you get like long-term value aligned contributors but there's no nuance that they're all just like long-term value but what about in you know in redacted's like well what about here's the people that care about revenue and here's the people that care about governance so they've got two clear groups or at least you know if you hold both you get to see how much the person cares about in their wallet. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah um, you can do that market research by checking out their wallets. Right. That's and, right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so, so some on that, but yeah, nothing, nothing yet. It's where we move really slow and minimize harm and maximize positive externalities. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I think that's, that's important, especially given that you're like such a large community and uh, it's been around for a while. So um, working well. Is there anything we've uh, we've missed that you still wanted to like mention or talk about before we wrap it up? Mm. 
No, I think I think that the um, I said this some last time in uh, or when we talked recently, and it I think it it still remains true that you know, um, that I think there's a lot of opportunity with where we're at, which is that like we don't have a DeFi platform, and we do have um, uh, like soft value accrual to the token, um, and and. And so it's, I think that, that to me, we're in like, we have a lot of opportunity to innovate and to explore the space. Um, and, and so I think that, um, you know, uh, while we work toward or, or potentially move into like having a, a DeFi or, or a financial value accrual, um, in the meantime, like, you know, us being forced to, to find soft value accrual is um i'm hoping is gonna you know pan out with us having like some really really cool uh accrual to the token um but it is an experiment we are you know continuing to innovate and and uh, um uh, uh find ways to make bank as valuable as possible and and useful and and um which ultimately enables the dow and and um and uh creating on ramps for people into web3 noble goals yeah i think that's uh super important yeah, yeah and uh, uh, a great thing to do yeah just keep it that way All right um this this was awesome i think i learned a lot um a fun conversation uh yeah 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 um, no it's super fun this is uh i this is my favorite topic love doing it love talking about it and um <laughs> uh yeah, it's hope, hopefully you're, you know, the the podcast listeners, it's it's valuable in, in some way. So, yeah, oh, definitely this will, definitely this will. It's always good to you know have people who, uh, especially this, you know, we we talk a lot about um, designing tokens and what could be done and all that, but what you guys are doing is, uh, you know, giving these insights on on what happens once it's actually launched, like this post-launch. This you're like in the operating the machine room, sort of making sure it all it all works trying to find out what, what to do next. Um, it's a slightly different view than usual. So I think it'll be, it'll be very, uh, very interesting for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. We're trying not to put wrenches <laughs> in the machine. The machine has to continue working. So, so very careful. That's it. That's it. The most important thing. Right. Perfect. All right. Ice cool. Thank you very much for coming on. Um, yeah, yeah. My pleasure. Yeah. This podcast was not financial or tax advice. This channel is strictly educational and is not investment advice or a solicitation to buy or sell any assets or to make any financial decisions. This video is not tax advice. Talk to your accountant, do your own research. None of this is legal advice. This podcast is strictly educational. Talk to your lawyer.